0: Today's sponsor is Loot Crate. For less than 20 bucks a month, Loot Crate gives the geek in you a special treat every month. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with 40 bucks worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc., delivered to your mailbox every month. This month's theme is Time. So we're talking about Marty McFly, Back to the Future, Doctor Who, Bill & Ted, etc. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. When the cutoff happens, it happens. That's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash Nate and enter code Nate to save three bucks on your new subscription today. Hey, it's Reading Loud. I'm your host, Nate Cordry, and holy shit, do we have a whopper (laughs) of a book to talk about today. It's book club week, and I have uh, a table full of new friends and old friends, uh, newcomers to the book club, seasoned veterans. It's a perfect mix. There's two ladies and there's two fellas. And I think it was very, I made sure that I had an even amount of boys and girls today because... Franzen is provocative <laughs> and fraught. And I wanted to make sure that there was a gender balance because um, he's gotten himself into trouble uh, throughout his career, really, um, with the ladies, um, with the Internet, with Oprah, with really whoever wants to pick a fight with him. He's willing to fight them. Um, we read Purity. Which is his most recent novel. It's 500 and something pages long. It's dense. It's fun. It's a mess. Um, we'll get into it with our friends. Um, to my left is Karen Wakuni. Hey, man. How are you? Kevin. Kevin's welcomed back to... How long? It's been two months. Uh, I think so. You were here for The Invaders. Right. Which, oh, uh, which was a nightmare. <laughs> Along with Susanna Fogel. Hey, Susanna. Hello. Uh, Susanna was here for... Um,
1: the Invaders. invaders.
0: And, uh, and uh, the. And
1: Tenders the Night. And Tenders the mm-hmm. Night.
0: Thank you so much. Um, and then uh, Kevin Sesha is here. Kevin, uh, this is your first podcast book club, yes? That is correct. All right. Are you anxious? Or are you excited and motivated? I'm excited. Okay, I'm looking good.
2: forward to getting in there and mixing
0: it up. Yeah, yeah. It's. Th- I feel like today is going to be a fucking <laughs> brawl. Uh, and straight ahead is Allison Becker. Hey, Allison.
3: Hello. Are you
0: a part of a regular book club, or is this sort of an unusual thing to read a book and then talk?
3: I've always wanted to be part of a book club, mm. but I haven't actually, I don't think I've ever done one.
0: This is your first one. This is my first one. Oh, fun! Cool. Okay.
3: I'm real excited. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot. Got a lot of anger. (laughs) 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 Let's start off with you, then, um, because your temperature's high and you're filled with rage. Mm -hmm. You just finished it today. I just finished it today. Um, A brief
3: 563 pages. Yep.
0: We're going to go around the table. Everyone can sort of give their brief sort of vibe about the book and then we'll get into specifics Um, quick note to my listeners my computer just died in front of me like it shorted out and all my notes were there but, but I, you're a
3: smart guy, and you're going to be okay. Thank
0: you for saying that. <laughs> um, Allison, what did you think of Jonathan Franzen's purity?
3: Um, there was a passage that he wrote in there. I don't have the page marked, or maybe I do, because every fucking page in my book is marked. Yeah, that's it's full. It's all dog-eared. There's a
0: lot of dog-eared just, pages. I'm so pages, angry at everything mm-hmm. he
3: wrote. Um, but there's one where he he's um, critiquing... He's writing a critique for the review of one of the authors, one of the characters in the book that's an author, and the review of that book is like it's a bloated, self-masturbatory piece of shit. I'm paraphrasing. But I felt like it, – it, when I read that, I was almost like, so do you know that what you're writing is a bloated, self-masturbatory piece of shit? Like, do you know that? Because right. to write that in – to have the audacity to write that review in this book – I, like I couldn't tell if he was just fucking with us the whole time and he's yeah. like, this is like the emperor's clothes and I'm pulling one over on you. Or he was honestly earnest about how just ridiculous and redundant this book was. So I loved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's something I want to get into, whether or not this is, uh, it, does he have that good of a sense of humor or is he just, does he have his head so far up his own ass he is completely unaware of what he's saying? That's right. something I want to talk about, Susanna. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank Tell you. Tell me what you thought
0: about Jonathan Franzen's Purity.
1: Um, I'm not a, ha- a Franzen hater.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I, I I felt like I had a good attitude coming into the book. Yeah. Um, and it was okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, my so you've read because I this was my first Franzen. Experience. I have. It was I had my no least opinion of him. Favorite of the three okay,
1: okay. books. Mm. Um. I felt like it was neither as edgy and acerbic um, and misanthropic as The Corrections, which I thought lacked humanity but had those other qualities to recommend it. Um, it didn't have as much heart or emotion yeah. as Freedom did, which is what like justified that book's level of pretentiousness. And this one sort <laughs> of was nothing, and a lot of the references seemed incredibly specific to 1995 when it was not set. Right. So yeah. that was a problem, too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I think the like meta humble bragging that is throughout where mm-hmm. characters just say things that, you know, he thinks because they don't have unique enough voices or perspectives to be anything but a mouth- mouthpiece for his rants. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like annoying. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought.
0: Okay. Uh, Kevin S. Yes. What do you think? I fucking loved it.
3: Like yes. Franzen
0: loves a red tufted heron. <laughs>
2: Is that a real bird? Yeah, sure, man. So
3: you love 13-year-old <laughs> old pussy and you want to have sex with your mom? Yes.
2: I okay. am a bit of a pedophile. And uh, finally, I have finally, the environment where yes! I feel safe, a safe yes. space to come out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's he's crazy, but I think he is really, really good. And and for me, it felt like it moved like a freight train. It felt like an airport paperback thriller. Shit! Um, it wow. dumped you into each section. You kind of knew what the stakes were. Somebody's committing a murder. Somebody's trying to flirt with this weird, mysterious millionaire. Somebody's trying to get safe, and, and I, I just thought it thought it moved at a good clip, and I was on board. Yeah. Fucking no. I Amazing. And it's weird and creepy, but... Sure. But
0: it all kind of was fun, I felt like. This is all building towards a fantastic <sighs> discussion. <laughs> Sweet Kevin, what, what was your overall take from uh, Jonathan Franzen's Purity? Um,
4: I loved it the way I love all of Franzen. Like, I find his characters super infuriating, and annoying, and I want to strangle them. Yeah, and I can't stop reading about them, and uh, mm. it just seems like more and just like a bunch <laughs> of it. I mean, I don't know, like yeah. I when I read when I think of like the corrections, I think of how crazy like those characters made. When I think yeah. of freedom, I think of how insane and kind of self-loathing and just all of yeah. like the weird shit that they are and i just think like oh it's just m- more of the same just in a different novel like his characters are always infuriating they're always kind of immature they always have like weird passive aggressive arguments they're uh-
0: yeah, they're not fully formed. Immature is the is the perfect word. Yeah, oh, like, the characters. He has are. fun writing people who are and, not fully formed. And I love, I love his writing.
4: Like, I, I fully admit, like every time a Franzen novel comes out, I'm super excited. Me too. I always see it, and it looks daunting, and I knock it out like how, yeah. like you know,
0: whatever. Yeah, just no problem. So can I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I might be the split vote here. Um, <laughs> I'm right down the middle. I am. Uh, I'm a brazen. Um, Jonathan Franzen an apologist. I love the corrections. <laughs> I, I liked freedom a lot. It wasn't, uh, it didn't move me as much as, uh, as the corrections did, but I liked freedom. And, um, and this is just seems to be like Franzen on crack. It's, it is, if he was going like 50 in freedom, he's going like, he's go, going over the Franzen speed limit in purity. <laughs> um And which I appreciate at times. And there are moments where, and I've highlighted bits and pieces that I want to uh, read and talk about, as we all have. Uh, that I thought oh my god this guy is fucking electric and this is fast and this is sleek and there are, there are times I'm going will you shut the fuck up and move on we don't need to spend seven pages on your personal politics right. it's, I, or it's not... on
3: like a character's stepsister's dog's friend's Absolutely. cousin at the you know, butcher I'm like why are there 12 pages yes. on this unnecessary character because a... <laughs> he observed something in a deli and his editors don't say no to him exactly that's what them. I really want to talk about too yeah. who what fucking asshole edited this yes. book it's a- didn't stand up to him.
0: <laughs> I had the same conversation with Amy Nicholson, who's the film critic for the LA Weekly. She's on my show, and she has a, sh- a show called The Canon on Wolf Pop, and it's great. And we talked about P.T. Anderson and Christopher Nolan. Like they no longer have producers or editors when it comes to novels who say no to them. This
1: right, was Jonathan Franzen's AI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: well said. But absolutely. it was all those, but this the whole Jonathan book Renn's is those last it's, 20 it's minutes.
1: As, it's his funny people, <laughs> yeah. if you will.
0: Yeah. It's a well said, well said. <laughs> yeah, well done. Uh, I think he's, there are passages in here that I think are wonderful. Agreed, and, I agree with and that. And I totally buy into him, And and but they're, 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 I was frustrated with how few and far between those moments, uh, they came, um, it was too little too late, I think, in the end. Um, I I adore him, but I think he is because he's so removed from the internet and 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 being a relevant person like who's part of culture. He just sort of bought into the most popular and the greatest American novelist alive, and is unwilling to compromise and just sort of throws up everything. And like you said, there's no editor and publisher saying, "Hey, man, we gotta we gotta trim this. This has got to go. Move this here." Uh, I think this could have helped with like a proper badass editor who was like, "We need, we need to shave some of this, and we need to." You know what would you have shaved though I guess yeah, I'm, curious. Yeah, that's, I'm curious once I got too. started
2: it all felt I mean, the only part, interesting if not relevant the,
4: the East Germany yes. Andreas Wolf stuff like after a while I was like alright I get it yeah And but outside of that really like I I thought most of the other stuff was interesting like the the Layla reporter I stuff love, she's my favorite like, character like it dived in and I was like she I have was no great. idea what she the like is but I don't happening. even
3: think you need to she cut full sections just inside each yeah. section like why what yeah. the fuck are we talking about tennis for at the end of the book like that I agree that reminds
2: me like, Romance, I was but like, but that's didn't like just one.
3: one yeah, but it's like twelve pages, right? Right, but there's like seventeen examples of <laughs> yeah. those twelve pages, which <laughs> adds up to a lot. I, like if I don't know how
0: to do math, but that does sound. <laughs> if good this movie. book was four hundred pages, I'd be a lot And happier. it could
3: easily be four hundred pages. It
0: could because there's so much, and not here. you wouldn't
3: lose anything. Which is still, yeah, I can't I also argue this. Like, yeah. th-
0: I feel like there's three books here. And he was like, Nope, I'm gonna fucking throw it all in once. And I hope it all comes together. And the yeah. audience is like pulling on the rope, like wanting to get the present at the end. And there were times when, when I saw it sort of about to go over the cliff. And I was like, Oh, okay, great, great. And then Spoiler he. Spoiler alarm. Yeah. And th- well, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Hey, oh. Hey. Um, I, I also think
1: like it's sort of tough to critique it. I mean, I I'm aware that like. If I take issue with the way that he seems to represent all women that he ever writes about, mm-hmm. I'm like the angry feminist who's like defensive for women, but every woman in this book sucks. Well,
0: let's talk and about that. when let's they're,
3: uh, yes, I agree with you. And especially like they're when they're like, a feminist, they're like annoying and irritating. That's how he sees, it has to be, I mean, that's how he... And the amount of times he uses the word crazy, nutty to d- describe women or just describe them only on their looks. But, so but aren't
2: those people just as flawed? Like, I feel like those, Tom no, is not
3: presented but as but he aligns good himself Tom yeah, Wolf so. is not yeah, good.
0: Yeah, but the, Wolf is a fucking psychopath. He's, doing he's yeah. a murderer. He's a killer. Tom is a pussy. Speaking as
3: a narrator, he'll still say, he'll still say things like that. And I realize that's a fine line. I but I agree. I, I also noticed that like when he when he has characters say things, um, when he has like
1: the men in the book say things that are sort of clearly seem to be what he thinks or observes. Sure. Like the women are never doing that. Like it seems like yes. there are plenty of men in this book who are like observing something that even if it's a little skewed is like astute and so I'm like okay that's like a version of what Franzen thinks probably. The women are never doing that. They're just like desperate and crazy. Like yes. they're not really like opining in any like valuable way without it being like um, diluted with tons of crazy. But Agree? it might Like
2: desperate and c- crazy but also I mean beautiful inside not from a looks perspective but the Annabelle character for me it was like it almost felt like going through a romance reading about her and the way she sort of sucked him in and the way she was typically crazy in that misogynist way but again, way, even but you saying she sucked him in
3: he sucked himself in he puts all his blame on her and again I feel like that's she's she was kind of course. awful he's man. fully culpable but yeah. there
2: was something like, maybe it's more about the relationship that was so evocative of that sort of knowing you're throwing yeah, yeah. stuff into a hole in the ground and it's pointless but you're just right. hypnotized but by this yeah. love but that's the kind of
1: like guys love crazy women thing like I feel like he's like but
2: that's but a f- not untrue
1: which is but a that's a fun thing to lampoon it is a thing I just but lampooning yeah and there weren't enough women who were not agreed that.
0: I listened to his his fresh air and, uh, interview in uh, September I think the day it came out and she was talking about the comedy uh, how uh, there's very there's less comedy in here than there is in the corrections or freedom and he's like, yeah I get so confused when people don't see it as like like that I'm a comedic writer because I, I, people don't realize it until I do public readings and I read it in a certain way and then the audience responds. And well then you're, wow. writer, exactly. then, you're a shitty writer, dude. Then you're a shitty writer. Exactly. I'm exactly. sorry,
3: and like I, I don't mean that to say that in like a very dismissive way, because I do agree, like you said, that there were passages in here where he's like describing the fog of San Francisco and whatnot that are just like beautifully written passages, and it wasn't an easy to read book. I did like fly through it. But if you are trying to write a comedy and no one's getting it, then you're not good at writing. Well, that's all. crazy. I don't, don't no a comedy.
4: comedy. Yeah, there's,
1: there's no, no way. I mean, no, but a comedic humor. book. I think he's. He's I misguided. Didn't smile there. Once. Yeah. Like he, a
3: satirist. I mean, that's a type of comedy, right? But I didn't even funny take it. About this book. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not. I loved
2: it, but it's not humorous. There's it's not. not dry. It's not. Subtle. I mean, the fact. Yeah. Not ironic. The
3: thing I laughed at most was just laughing at him, like that he uses the word "stiffy" for a boner. I'm like, who uses that word? There's so much Just using that makes him come off. like, oh, sorry. No character that's young speaks like
1: a young person Like right. it, it really did yes. feel like someone wrote it like in another time. It, it, sometimes sometimes not when they're like, But all the, the like, but
0: all the but all the young people were like hyper intellectual. Yeah, but you they know, weren't so, talking
1: like they were just talking in an affected weird way with like weird colloquialism that I've I never heard it my life. All
0: the ladies in Bolivia I totally bought all their <laughs> voices. And I saw them and I was like, oh no, I can I can see who these people are and I've like seen these Right. these people and I'm like I I they but it's they, just like
1: magnetic men and like the women who love them and torture but them but how yeah.
0: dangerous and misguided and evil that can be exactly. I feel like I when feel, unchecked I feel like the last bit of um Andreas's story like the the killer uh, section was friends yeah. and really saying like all right this is he's done some good and he's a fucking wacko but now I'm gonna push him over literally and tell and let the audience know that this guy is a lunatic he's certifiable and every thought that I've shown you before is sort of broken and I, I felt like he sort of gave a pass to his, his previous behavior, even like his pedophilia and relationship with his mother. I just felt like it went so dark. I was like, okay, now I can not feel so bad about like trying to buy trying to believe a word that fucking Andreas says no I know what you mean it was side. like a
3: way to excuse it to be like yes, hey excuse, by the way yeah. all that crazy talk guess what he was crazy, crazy yeah. but then the Tom character was like a pretty good dude and even he was like have fantasies of murdering people and stuff and I'm like if you're gonna do it to your two main male characters then I can only assume that these are your thoughts
2: right. I mean Tom like, was a kind of a pussy though I don't know but that's true. the Andreas thing I felt like yeah, to I guess echo that, it was like a Tony Soprano move of like you fell in love with his charisma and his sort of bombastic yeah, skill right. and personality. And it's like, no, this guy's a piece of shit and he's crazy and he's yeah. sick in the head. Right,
3: right. And, and you end- have you're
2: completely disowning it and you guys liked him. And I felt like, you know, that was a bit of a gut punch. Um well, I think I did remember I do think uh, I remember. See, I a never joke.
3: liked him. But yeah, you I never liked him, I either. Never liked him either. Yeah, I oh,
2: see, I fucking him. Loved yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I remember a joke. Do you remember early on in the book? <laughs> An attempt at comedy. Do you remember that weird passage where he's calling out, like, the Jonathans? Oh, I think this is his attempt. Oh, yes. All the All Jonathan's, Jonathans in literature, that's a thing. That has to be a joke. Yeah, actually, right?
0: I
1: self-referential. Full disclosure: I, 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 inst- I Instagrammed that. Oh,
2: yes. oh that's <laughs> funny. And it's great. Okay, it's so great. one
1: instance but of humor. My, but, the reason I, <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I Instagrammed it, actually, this is maybe a digression, but coming up with a way to caption that Instagram so that it conveyed the <laughs> right amount of understanding what was douchey about it and not just like me simply critiquing it as though I took it seriously. I don't know. I, I like had trouble captioning it because I was like, eh uh, like, I the can't decision? even tell. Okay. So the calculus was this. <laughs> I was like, if I just say like I hate Jonathan Franzen, then people are gonna think that I don't get that he's like lampooning right, himself right, and I'm like, you think you're so great. But like I guess my point was it's still like a humble, it's still a humble brag. It's yeah. still like... It's just a straight can up brag. You see him chuckling
2: at that. Like, it's a straight ha, like, up brag. Like, yeah. oh,
1: me... Yeah, basically. Oh, and yeah. Then a little bit of a wild like, card. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. You like, know? He's just like, yeah, oh, oh I, like everyone... Yeah, I guess I felt like that. I was like, this... I had a lot of trouble with
3: that. I feel like he <laughs> put in put in like two of those you know like that and like the one I mentioned before of like the review which I feel like was taken from probably based I'm sure. on a real we, review he got. I'm sure. I'll find oh, it. The, yeah, yeah the authors. But, yeah. yeah but he, there wasn't oh, enough of that. Charles yes Charles. Who's,
0: that character I fucking loved. I actually. did like that character. I really yeah. liked him.
3: But there wasn't enough of it, but I feel like he put enough of it in there so that if two women like us are like, we didn't like your book, he could be like, you didn't get it. It was a joke. Right. 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 I, I love your friends like, impression.
2: impression. That is it. dead on.
3: Yeah. Oh. I know. That's why I had trouble with my goddamn caption. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was like, no, no, no I get it. I don't I like it. you.
1: But I get it. <laughs> yes. I get it. And I'm not one of those women, but you are one of those women. One of the, yep. this is, it's, this
0: literally, it's two sentences, but it's something I highlighted and I wrote wow next to it. I was like, this is a great description. This is on page 190. He's describing, uh, Uh, Layla's going back to the house that she lived in with Charles. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, And he's... uh, but when he came east in the summer and again the next summer, her little apartment on Capitol Hill became the sour-smelling cage of a big cat, too depressed to groom itself. That
3: is fucking great. <laughs> that is a
0: effective and fantastic. Uh, yeah, and him. there
3: are like a dozen of those where I was Mo- yes. like, "Oh, that's a good one. That's one where he like smoked a good joint and was like, I have a Come good on. fucking thought. I'm gonna write it down.'" But he then you know what he did?
1: Staring out at the sea, like yeah, his he cover took picture. All back. those.
3: He opened up that shoebox that he'd written all these things in. College and he's like I'm gonna put these all into the same fucking novel uh this one's from Berlin come and on one. and it was like forced together to like the whole thing at the it, there, there was some semblance of like that could have been a good story where he's like comparing like communism to the internet and I was like okay this is the juice of it this is yeah. the meat of it this was what this novel could be about and it could be very relevant but he just didn't he was, it was that's just kind so of his style though yeah, yeah that's kind that's of his style
4: because of... uh, if you read I um, mean I know you haven't but
3: oh I will not be reading another <laughs> word
4: of his <laughs> just read the corrections like
3: twice not another word <laughs> and then <laughs> never give
2: him to the audio I'm not going to look
4: at you in a magazine what are you gonna say, Kevin? Well, um, yeah, but that's I mean, that's his general style. Like he doesn't I, I don't know, thematically he doesn't really have this thing where like he tries to make like a big message. It always right. feels like I, I mean, is that, yeah. does that sound about right? It's
0: also interesting that this book is about the internet and privacy and secrets, and this is a guy who abhors the internet. Yeah. And so I was like, Well what is he trying to say then? Because he hates social media. He thinks technology is making the world a worse place as opposed to a better place. He had the there's a, a a book that came out two weeks ago I'm forgetting the name of it but it's this MIT professor who wrote about phones and technology and how it's like ruining culture and he wrote the review of it in this Sunday Times book review and it was on the front page and he was like she is right technology is fucking ruining us we're going down a dark hole and we're fucking screwed and yet he wrote a book about the internet and privacy and how important it is to keeps it in what? who you keep your secrets from. I was like, what is, I didn't understand what he was getting, like, what is the overall, what does he want you to walk away from? Like, I don't know with, if he wants to walk you away yeah. with anything. I think he just wants to present his
4: ideas.
2: So you think think
1: and talk about it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, he
1: doesn't, he he just doesn't have a thesis. I felt
2: it was definitely internet bad when it was Wolf, and he made the comparison with like communism of like the old system and the new system is the, the internet and sort of the futility of trying to manage that image and keep all the sort of things in the closet and the demons in check and, and sort of ultimately he has to kill himself. It, it felt to me yeah. that yeah, I, yeah, definitely yeah. that but was an analog he, for him. And, yeah. You know, fuck that. It's not, it's pointless. This is a character that tries maybe. And right. And there's no, right. it's just bad down that road. And it drives him crazy. I just feel
1: so. like compared to like a book like. A visit from the Goon Squad, which like deals with some of those issues in a way that also does it succinctly and emotionally, yeah. and is like deeply powerful, but touches on some of the same stuff. I'll you totally. a long time ago, it's like totally. this is just like a fucking mess compared to that, in my opinion. If it's if we're talking about it going in the same sort of social commentary like direction, yeah, it just I didn't. It's yeah, a yeah. mess. It's I
2: love like, that book, and it felt like it had a similar vibe. Where I mean, I know that was sort of different stylistically, and it was like loosely connected. Showed stories, but it was the same thing where I would, would get so into it, and then I'd be disappointed when you'd have to start new with a new character right. in the next section, and then immediately you're hooked and enjoying it. And it was just like, yeah, that I, didn't, I, I didn't
3: mind that. Like it was definitely like I was kind of like, where are you going with this? But I was like, oh, this is new and different and cool, and you're kind of thrown in. And but yeah, it just it didn't pay off for me.
0: I wanted to, uh, this is going back to Franzen's point of view, or Tom's point of view on feminism. I highlighted this passage. Mm-hmm. This is Layla I remember talking this. about it. Oh, it's fun. Great. Tom was a strange hybrid feminist, behaviorally beyond reproach, but conceptually hostile. Quote, I get feminism as an equal rights issue, he said to her once, but I don't get it in theory. Whether women are supposed to be exactly the same as men, or different, or better than men? And he'd laugh the way he did at things he found silly, and Layla had remained angrily silent, because she was a hybrid the other way around. Conceptually a feminist, but one of those women this is in italics, <laughs> whose primary relationships had always been with men and who had benefited professionally all her life from her intimacy with them. She felt attacked by Tom's laughter and the two of them had been careful not to discuss feminism again. See,
3: I feel like that's condescending towards women. because. And tell me why. Well, because I feel like the Layla character was you know, here she is touting herself as a feminist. This is how I felt anyway, that what yeah. Franzen was saying with her was that here's a feminist who's not acting like a feminist, who's like not standing up for herself, not like divorcing not her f- husband. Or just yeah. being like, these bitches don't know what they want. Exactly. They want this, they want that. Wait, right. who's, saying, yeah. who's saying that? I feel like Franzen. he is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like he's saying, why would you create this character? Because Tom,
1: cause Tom he, he, oh, sorry. No, no, that's what I am yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, like, if, if you're reading that, you're like chuckling knowingly as you're reading that if you're a woman or a man, you're reading that and being like, yeah, that is true. Some women are, oh yeah, some women do. They must admit they, they fucked their way to the yeah. top. Like you have to, you're reading it. You can't help but agree that he's like pointing out something about feminism. I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening to <laughs> the radio. You, you have to like acknowledge that he, I, I don't know. You have to acknowledge the like funny because it's trueness of the statement, which I think inherently links you to the view that he has. But all Tom the characters are
2: just the men. Yeah. No,
1: I just like in that particular statement, I'm like, and had this conversation with someone he thinks women but, are hypocrites. Yes, like, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think uh,
0: you're but, probably right. Oh, maybe, exactly. but that that is a jump to find, to, try, to try to find which passages you think is tr- like playing detective and find which moments are friends and which ones aren't. The
1: men are the only characters who make observations oh, like that. That's the they only, that's they're the, they're the the only one that's my that, issue
0: make, that make ob- observations. Observations
1: that, that, that are funny because it's true, clever because it's interesting, yes. making connections, even if they're like doing
3: unlikable things. Their women are just having Tom's these dramatic pretty, overreactions. Tom's
4: mom made a lot of good observations.
2: I yeah. mean,
3: I
4: can't think of any. And I, I thought, thought Layla Purity, had some uh, good ones I as well. I thought Purity also made some pretty good observations yeah. too. I mean, I can't point them out se, Speaking but, of Purity, uh, they're in there. I mean, we should all guys, read the book immediately. Wait, does
3: he, and again, I had this is the first Friends and, and last Friends of the book I have read. <laughs> but um, does he make, I felt like the the character names were also very juvenile in their, in their choosing. Purity, Pip, uh, A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Pip Aberrant uh, Wolf Like come on Like yeah, it's so yeah. obvious Like yeah. it's like a fucking It's like Obtainium In, in the What the <sighs> fuck Well I know, was, that I know he was I know he was really
4: Um Influenced by uh, Great Expectations and Charles Dickens, and he wanted to imbue some of those. Na- I mean, I that's think, Pip, yeah, yeah. Right. From, but I, right, I mean, that's, that's f- what I'm
3: saying. Like he, the whole nod to like all these like and, and the, all the literary references were like so forced in. Like, and Brutus was an honorable man. It's like, okay, good for you. We all read Julius Caesar in high school, dude. Like it's out of it's out of the blue for me. Right. And all these like forced names of like, okay, well he's a wolf, so let's call him Wolf. She was a poop baby, and let's talk about that. Was she a poop baby?
0: Wait, I'm. I'm not sure what you're re- that um, word I'm forgetting that. okay
3: the so purity aka yes. pip was conceived i thought oh from the from taking sperm out of annabelle's butt because she got she was fucked in the butt
0: right but before that
3: the t- condom in the pocket yes and it was never clear which but didn't she one poke it was holes and all right. of the, right. that's she, what i she mean sabotaged she's, she's, so she sabotaged all of them so that's why i think it was a because she she goes to the bathroom three times and i think she's taking the sperm each time what do you guys think the Let's take a quick ones, break
0: and we'll be right back with more reading aloud. <laughs> Do you play fantasy football? Did you have Jamal Charles? And when Jamal Charles tore his ACL, did you scream? Did you punch the couch? Did you punch your dog? Never punch a dog. Well, listen. I know how to solve this problem. DraftKings. Your season-long football fantasy team may be going strong or maybe It's in the toilet. But you don't have to wait till the end of the season to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test every week this season at DraftKings.com. One week fantasy. No worries about injured players. Jamal Charles, doesn't matter. He's gone. Get this. DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week. Every week. Just pick your players, pile up the points, pick up your cash. That's it. Believe me, you've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Hurry to DraftKings.com now. Use promo code READ and play for free for your first deposit in this Sunday's one million dollar fantasy football contest, where first prize takes home a hundred grand. Enter READ for free entry now. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. We're back with more Reading Aloud. We're talking about Jonathan Franzen's purity. We're just talking about whether or not Pip was a poop baby. Uh, (laughs) Does anyone have a point (laughs) of view about that? I think when when she – I got a little lost in the time – Yes. Uh, of, of that scene, right? When they stopped having sex, when they walked back, um, and w- if she had, she tricked him, and- just how the There's entrapment worked was
2: really
1: eluding you.
0: It was exactly. Yes. One- <laughs>
2: yes, there was one condom filled with cum tied off in his pocket. Yes, and then wait, wait, three. What? three yes, condoms that he puts puts his hand, through. He puts
3: his hand on it yeah. as if to say, I got this. In a
2: paranoid sort of way. Right. Which we've all done, yeah. fellas. Sure.
3: Never done it, but okay. Um, totally. One
2: time. And uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to go along with what you're saying. I yeah, think it came out of her ass. Because
3: she says, at, she says, I'm trying to find it, but she says oh. in that. She
2: I, ruins I, the three other condoms. And then, yeah, she ruins right. the three other condoms then she yeah. says,
3: uh, let's make a baby and then he says no and she's like, what if you fuck me in the ass and he's like, okay, so right. he, as foxer and then she goes he says in his memoir which we find out later is a memoir that she goes to the bathroom for an extended period of time after each one
0: how did i not
1: fucking and
3: squeeze so in my mind well she's squeezing we well, you have to understand that as a woman you spend Part of your life trying desperately not to get pregnant, and then part of your life trying desperately to get pregnant. So sure. we think about this a lot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so that makes sense. You, you I, in my mind, and that's ironic. That's a whole another Franzen joke that he named this poop baby Purity,
0: right, mm. right, because right. she came, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: out of someone's ass, right, right. Um, so she squeezed that cum out. Sorry, I'm getting really scientific here, guys. Very scientific. Somehow stored it and then later put it up her vagina. Holy moly! She might
2: have beautiful. put it up right away. You know, it's easier. You're also, already kind of dirty. Yeah, you know that's
3: true. Put it. Yeah. Also, this, this is the other thing. I don't think Franz. Swipe put off to
2: tomorrow. The cum you can put in your vagina. Exactly. Just today.
3: I don't think Franzin <laughs> should be on the
4: book somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
3: That oh, should be the tagline. So t- oh. Is he straight or gay, Franzen? <laughs>
0: He's straight. Straight. Okay,
3: because he does not know anything about a woman's body. First of all, very... There's a lot of
0: articles. Yes, go ahead. Sorry to First of
3: all, you when you go down on a woman, your yep. tongue should be on her clit, not inside her <laughs> yes, pussy. Please yes. write this down. There's a lot. Okay? So, and if, yes. you, if your tongue were in her pussy, there is no way that you could make her come that way unless she was like, like a very rare person or your tongue was yeah. so long and hard that it could reach her G spot, which it's not going to.
0: That's impossible. But so,
3: that's a
2: woman's vagina, not a bird's vagina. True, <laughs> and that's to be fair. She's dating a
0: falcon, a red spotted <laughs> yeah. bird keeper. Yes, and no.
3: and the fact this that, that it's, it's pretty difficult to get pregnant. So to take like three Ch- chunks of cum <laughs> out of your butt and put them up your <laughs> vagina, chunks. Or sample. They're, they're congealing already. You didn't know that. <laughs> like he th- okay. just doesn't understand Little how a woman's body out, works.
0: Right? No. Yes. The, when the book came out, a lot they're
3: of they're made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got him. Yeah, exactly. I gotta do some research. they right. I feel like there was, was a lot. Was this a big? Because I yes. went out of my way not to read any other. Critiques a lot of, of a
0: lot of critiques, um like online. I think like there was on Vulture or something, and um and they were like, he doesn't understand what oral sex is. He doesn't and how, how it works. So surprising because he
1: seems like someone who would just be so. In that I know, department. right? Yeah, yeah. Really. What does that mean? What a loss. What does that mean? She
0: She's
3: being it, sarcastic. That he, d- he, d- that he doesn't.
0: <laughs> I want to. The opposite <laughs> It means the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spell it out. Um, something in this book that we the uh, that we haven't spoken about, where we spent some time on poop babies, is the um, the whole nuclear, the comedy of the nuclear weapon being lost, and that girl oh. getting fucked on oh, the yeah. weapon <clears throat> by her boyfriend. Um, totally plausible. That whole that whole bit. <laughs> well okay fair enough Um, I I loved there was a great scene where Layla goes and speaks to a senator or a congressman or something about the sort of behind the scenes uh, I forget what oh boy where is it oh
3: yeah about the nuclear how that yeah he
0: goes uh, yeah and how two people were murdered because of it and that paragraph there's like four paragraphs of, of paragraphs of this congressman or senator Telling her this story, and she's writing as fast as she can, and it is so fucking good. And I was like, "This is some." Franza needs to r- write like a three hundred page, like, like a political. Test? Yeah, like a like no jokes, no. Right. poop babies just, just like
2: a yeah, just all, yeah. that guy and, wasn't yeah, he was telling her to get the other sources yes. because I don't want to be on the line for this but here's the
0: info And it, it, was like it felt like a Sorkin good Sorkin character it kind. felt like a good Sorkin scene yeah. it was, there was, it was a lot
3: of that where I was like oh he's good at this why doesn't he just do more of this because he's not good at oral sex <laughs>
0: um,
3: <laughs> Like
2: you know, the characters aren't literally and <laughs> yeah. he could be he's a raised, maestro he's
3: good these chari-
1: there's, it's a meta commentary on how everyone but him is good at it he's bad yeah. at it he's
2: oh, good. Exactly. he knows how to do it yeah that's why these characters are willfully ignorant about
1: everything he knows yeah that's he doesn't do. want to
2: give his technique away. He's like yeah, a master. Yeah, totally
3: secrecy. Yeah, I'm not going to post it all over his Facebook page. Why would you? No. <laughs> nope. You, not ho- you hold it. that close. Nope. There's. Well, we don't. We know he's not going to listen to this internet podcast. Then. No,
0: definitely not. Definitely not. I love you so face much, Jonathan. Face. There's an amazing um, <laughs> Jonathan. If you're listening, I love you so much. There's a great. Um, you can description. never put your
3: tongue near my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Don't I worry. End, I want to end it on that.
0: How, no, come on. He would. He, he would. He would. He would be a very generous lover. I feel he would. He would. It would be terrible. Something. I don't. God, mean, he'd want to be great. At there were also but a he would force lot
3: of it. like. He'd be like he'd writing be notes to himself about how he was going to like. The phrase reason it later. I asked if he was straight or gay because because there's also like a lot of overtly homosexual imagery in here that he's like kept saying like I wanted to almost kiss him but I'm not gay and I'm like okay well, I feel like as an author you <laughs> the might Tom be and gay. Andreas, their
0: relationship. <laughs> yeah. and I love that though. I, I thought it was kind of. I thought I love that too. Actually. I feel like I there's a
3: thing with
2: with men where it's sort of people want to make it either
3: right, but he sort got of a there's boner, this
2: middle ground that's not but he got a boner that was a murder boner it was a murder, yeah, yeah, murder was boner wanted to carry okay on I'm with that the guys the, on this yeah. murder boner I feel like there's this <laughs> rush theory. to be like murder <laughs> men who have something beyond friendship but not sexual where it's like it is it is actually no, gay and I feel like there is again. that nice thing in between that's just yes, more than friendship but it's not I sex I agree
3: with that but I thought the boner imagery came back before he hurled himself off the cliff when he was with Tom and that's when I'm like they were talking about intimacy and and I agree with that but I don't know. He I just had feel like he like went out of his of time, way to, to be, be like, I'm yeah. not gay, I'm not gay. That guy and jerked I feel off like... nonstop. He yeah, jerked he off
0: on a corpse. I mean, yeah. He, he, off off I mean, yeah. Oh, he God, didn't yeah. pee, right? Well, that that like was right. clear.
2: No, he, he jerked, jerked off. He jerked off.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Desecrated, I think. Is... <laughs> um, so this is on page 339. This is a really wonderful description. I think this is Franzen at his most powerful. He describes Tom's mother, Clelia? Yeah, I think so. wasn't sure. Who her dad, that was a great scene when her dad kind of saves her mm-hmm. when she goes out for that walk when her mother tells her she's a silly goose and she goes out for a walk and those two creeps are oh like, hey, do you want to party? And he they, he just kind of comes up and is like, hey, what are you doing? You want me to get these guys, mm-hmm. you know, get out of here. He was Hey, great. you want to have, that? It's so charming. Midwest car salesman type guy. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, who would play him in the movie? Yeah. Um, William H. Macy would be great, wow, like yeah. 10 years mm. ago. Yep. So, uh, this is a his description of her politics and how they changed from when she was in Berlin to when she became an American. It took some years for my mother's passion to wane and the marriage to fully uh, polarize. In the early years, she was engulfed by childcare and by night school, where she eventually earned a degree in pharmacology. But by the time of the first presidential election, I remember... Uh, she was voting for Barry Goldwater. She'd seen enough of socialism to foresee its ultimate failure. She knew the Soviets to be thieves, rapists, and murderers, and she never got over the shock of discovering that my father was rich only in comparison to Jenna, only the way most Americans were rich. In her disappointment with him, she idealized the truly wealthy, attributing improbable virtues to them. She'd cashed in her youth and her looks for life in a cramped three-bedroom house with a tin-pot progressive, too good and kind to be divorced. And in her rage against her stupid innocence, she found better men to admire. Goldwater. Senator Charles Percy, later Ronald Reagan. This conservatism appealed to her German belief that nature was perfect and that all the troubles in the world were caused by man. During my school hours, she worked at the Atkins Drugs on Federal Boulevard, and what she saw there was diseased human beings parading to the counter where she took their scripts and gave them drugs. Human beings busily poisoning themselves with cigarettes and alcohol and junk food. They weren't to be trusted, the Soviets weren't to be trusted, and she arranged her politics accordingly. I think that is. I I was moved by that. I thought this that is a fucking wonderful dissection of how someone who was raised in East Berlin comes to America. I feel like that is dense and has wonderful layers to it. And I if, I wish there was more of this. Mm-hmm. His take. It was and it's just for it's uh, a paragraph. That's all you need. There's a couple moments in this book where he spends seven paragraphs on something that don't necessitate it. But when he spends his time and he has a sort of like laser focus, I'm all in. It's rare that that happens. You
4: don't think he has laser focus on a lot of this stuff though? In a lot of the book?
0: You feel... in, in this book? Yeah. Uh, I think less than his other books. I think this is is most sort of I, rambling. I, I agree with that. Hmm. Um, corrections, I feel like. that The whole bit about Chip in the beginning is that's like the best 150 words I think that he's ever written. About or he his... just
3: has focus on the wrong things. I don't like I just again I found certain things to be redundant right. yeah. and there are certain like just words that he used over and over like, to, like the word reproach the word uh, hmm. pity um, in the beginning he described so many things in that squatter's house as being scavenged that I wanted to like buy him a fucking thesaurus and send it to him <laughs> I didn't pick
0: up on that because at I all, was man. like
3: you're s- it's just like Find a different word, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That was like an editor again being like, okay, this should be punched up a little bit. I
2: love him, but he should never use the word feminist again. Like somebody should go through and just do a feminist pass. Just like, dude, it's not for you. Let's leave it for (laughs) someone else. Let's take it out.
3: Back away. It's like my dad using the word. Leave it alone. No. no. This is not your thing. (laughs) We
2: we don't need your take on this. Just talk about the other stuff. There's a great... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say that... um, I agree with you about the rambling. It it sort of reminded me of um, – I, I didn't think the corrections had that problem. Mm-hmm. Free, it, it reminded me of the part of freedom where um, there was like – there were long environmental ramblings yes. I where know, I was so, like, yeah. where is this going? Like I'm I'm not connecting to this. I found myself like skimming it, hoping to get back to like
3: what the book was about. Right. And yes. I, I, I felt yes. like there were more of those digressions here. Yeah. And um, they just seemed all – like – you know there's a way to do that too, like uh, John Irving does that where he'll you know tell his story and then he'll go into a political rant and then he'll go back to the story and It just seems more like cohesive, whereas this was like all over the place, yes,
0: yeah um there's another bit that I love that i want I'm, I'm just trying to boosted a little. No, bit No, I here. totally. You look. Um, you
1: look. You look really defeated. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> uh, page... I have a
1: gun to his head. <laughs>
0: That's, a... <laughs> That's unrelated. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Notice
1: you look really sad a few times.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm plowing through this. Um, I feel. I'm. I'm just split. I'm totally split about totally. this book. That's... Page three sixty seven. It's um, Tom and uh, Annabelle finally get together, and uh, they're speaking to each other. It's page 367. Do you want to do some acting, Allison? Yeah. Okay, so you start with this is our fourth. En-. Do you see where that is? Yes. Okay.
3: This is our fourth encounter, you know.
0: If you count the phone call.
3: Are you going to kiss me? I'm afraid to. I'm afraid too. I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid of us. I brought my face closer to hers. You break it, you pay for it. See, that's fucking great. <laughs> you break it, you pay for yeah. it. I think that's wonderful. No, and there was to what you were saying earlier, Kevin. There is like this. We've all been in this in this love affair that we know we shouldn't be in we've yes. all acted crazy but she was just so overinflated as crazy and yeah. she, it was all she put was, upon I liked him. her
2: though like I feel like it wasn't like a, a just moon a, cycle a sex
3: is crazy
1: yeah,
2: um, you, <laughs> that's not a thing this is fat because I was so that's not a thing but exactly. I feel like so many of her foibles I feel like that fine line between talent and, and aggressive sort of confidence and then slowly blending into craziness and atrophied Potential. It seems – because some of the stuff is just, oh, you get her project with the bodies and the the sectioning it and stuff and it sounds interesting and then the years go by and you can see her being torn and wrestling with it. I felt like it was a flattering portrait of like – everyone does describe her as talented and even later I think the trustee of – somebody was like she had so much potential. Maybe it's Tom and it's like – it seems like – uh, just a lesson in how you can fuck things up if you're not always diligent about the I, I choices agree with you that. make. I agree with and that. And but why are that. all women he he the women the crazy
3: ones in the book? You know, like that, or I mean, uh, Andreas kills
2: himself. Yeah, 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 Andreas is crazy. Yeah. Is but he, he wasn't, no
3: one called him crazy, I But guess. Layla's you know, not crazy. Calling think, his crazy,
2: nor is but, Tom and Layla. They're evenly matched and kind of the most normal. But uh, Tom's mom, I thought, was magnificent. Didn't you think
1: that, like, in terms of Annabelle's character, like, I felt like the stuff about her being sort of conflicted about her wealth and, like, not wanting to, like, forsake it and at the same time having this art project but then, like, sort of, like, descending into, like, you know, weird eating disorder, craziness like that. I, I liked that characterization. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Like, that's a thing. The weird like moon sacs I was like, that's a weird projection onto a person that was yeah. otherwise pretty real for me. It felt and like not OCD though. Way. I
2: mean, I've, I feel like I've dated maybe several people who were just like, have those kind of insane rituals. Oh, oh and- lunar,
1: lunar OCD. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a thing.
2: Uh, I date a vampirist, and uh, she has been a But doesn't it feel like it feels like, about... it, it
1: feels like one of those girls, like from, I, I don't know. It feels as much as a character Zoe Deschanel would play and be like, I have this thing where, like, only when like, the moon is small. Yeah. And like, no,
2: you don't. Look, I kind of love Annabelle, and you guys aren't going to get it. And, um, <laughs>
1: you would. So male
0: of you. So male. If I, if I bought, I, I, as many men are attracted to that, the, the manic pixie, whatever, I just didn't see he described her as talented and you, maybe you saw her film and the measuring the body. I didn't find that as being talented. I didn't think that she was a true artist and I couldn't quite understand what he was so, Wrapped up in her, yes. I, the crazy yeah. trying yeah. to
1: d- to demystify the craziness and Don't her you think her appearance. Big part of it. I mean, Similar. In her, to, oh, the what's her in but the name But
0: yeah, heartiness. I couldn't right. even s- figure out what she looked like.
4: Yeah, I could. not
0: see. I, face I have like no either. idea, like
4: who.
2: I knew she was like neutrally her, like, beautiful, but I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see her in, in my no, brain. Who at was all. on the cover? Because I have the Kindle version. Like who is that supposed to be?
1: Pip,
3: I think. Right. Yeah, supposed to be Pip. Okay. It looks like Aubrey Plaza, but the Sarah Silverman man. But the model,
4: the model didn't actually want to be identified when they took her photograph. Like she declined a credit. Wow! When, like when they were like because i think that yes were he radio, said that yeah radio. he said like there were several models oh, and then when they picked right. hers like she was like i don't want People to that's know because
1: AM. he killed her afterwards.
3: Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Threw over. you After cliff. giving her terrible oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> he killed, killed her with all his the way through. Sad attempts. <laughs> exactly.
2: It's a physically
0: ugly book. I will give you that from she an
3: aesthetic of point of view. There's <laughs> <It's> a <hard laughs> cover.
0: I do like the subtlety of the, um, the sort of the internet-ish kind of like. Um, yes, I did like the, this
3: on the on the like it's a
0: board or something a little oh. bit like a yeah on actual, the
3: spine of the book for those of you listening. Some brailish kind of oh. yeah it looks like a circuit board yeah
0: yeah circuit board thank you that's what I was looking for. Uh,
1: We're all so complicatedly wired. Speaking just like this board, we
3: are. Didn't you also find the? And I couldn't tell again if this was a lampoon of just uh, literature in general, for lack of a better target. But how every character was like so contradictory to a redonculous point of mm-hmm. point, where it was like internally conflicted in yeah where was like no matter what he wouldn't call her again then he decided to call her he loved her but he hated her he wanted to kill himself but also kill yes. others and I was like very, okay very, yes. very that's, condaren, his I thought. that's his style
4: that's his style right, in all okay. of his novels yeah. that's what makes the characters really infuriating Is that, that's
3: what it was infuriating
4: yeah and it's all it's all of his novels at least the three that I've read that, and that's so for me it's just like it's just more of the same all the kids in the corrections suffer from the same
0: thing and,
4: even the mom in the corrections drove yeah. me crazy even, and the dad drove me crazy Like there's nobody in any of his books that I'm not like these people are not driving me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they
3: all have such finality in their decisions that is immediately reversed. So I'm like, why are you giving them that finality to begin with? They also have have really good
4: intellectual arguments for like why. That's that's what's compelling about it. Yeah, that's the thing is like, all right, I can kind of see their viewpoint and. Honestly, I mean, I don't really think like any of his characters feel real. Like they all yeah, feel like yeah. storybooks. So for yeah. me, like a lot of their uh, attitudes and their uh, rants, I'm just like, well, this is just part of a story. It doesn't feel like a reflection of real life. None of it is like based yeah. in any sort of reality that we consider real world. It's Abs- just yeah, part absolutely. of our friends
3: and universe. We're not leaving until you hate this book. Yeah. Okay, you know that. Right? <laughs> Did you feel that it was written to be made into a movie? No,
4: no
2: way. No, I don't I think it, so. Uh, totally yeah. unfilmable. You don't want to see this. Oh my God, who's yeah. gonna play
3: the roles? That's um, on. It's on <laughs> <laughs> See, I think because obviously they're not going to follow all the stories, but well, I mean you could do a they, miniseries. Yeah, they, it I just think be about they would Wolf make a yeah. movie. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want to watch too that. Dense. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And
4: it's just who's going uh, yeah, to? there's too many too characters
0: much. who are too hard to like. I mean, how? how Annabelle I mean the mother I I don't see how anyone can play that it's like Sissy Spacek and you're just like no I can't I'm not on board you are too much you are too overwhelming but but there's so much pussy pussy
3: in it they'll make a movie (laughs) because of the pussy Uh,
0: (laughs) it is incredible how there isn't a Redeeming mother, basically in this entire. Besides a little bit, Clelia, I guess yeah. she's sort Especially of the only the one. The end, when they has. come back together, yeah. that was so sweet. And when
2: she's in Germany and just kind of
0: that scene like, when she is German done, again, yeah, that the, the two paragraphs when she they describe her death. Uh, is it her death or is it yeah? Because she goes back mm-hmm. to Germany. Yes, yeah, I'm getting her and um, and, and her Grace.
3: mother also her mother.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, do we have to
3: know all the fucking mothers? A lot of of hateful mothers. Because I I would get, because he separates the story so much and it becomes so disjointed, there were times where I had to go back and be like, wait, 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 which character was this again? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, that's not enjoyable to me. But at the end of the day, like, he owes his entire literary career to his hateful mother, so he must
1: love mothers.
4: It's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of hateful mothers in all of his work. I know. Yeah, mothers. And they,
1: they, they produced his... What's the deal
3: with his real mother? Do you know? Um, I mean, he must hate her, right? Or he must have oh. a very
1: complicated and fraught relationship Yeah, with I mean, her there's a, a lot involves. of therapy
3: terms in here, too. <laughs> as yes. someone who's been in a lot of therapy. There's probably yes.
1: murder boners, edible murder boners, mother stiffies. <laughs> hey, I know
0: his dad, he wrote a uh, this essay about his dad dying. <laughs> his dad dying, um, <laughs>
4: oh God.
0: his dad dying of brain cancer, I believe, and he talks <laughs> about getting, in the mail I think this is in How to Be Alone that collection of essays he had oh, yeah. um, where in the mail he gets from his <coughs> dad's doctor like the final sort of CT scan or CAT scan of his dad's brain and sees his like and he's buried his dad and he's looking at in the inside and he's just describing what it feels like to look at a picture of his dad dead father's brain and his dad had Alzheimer's and the main character the father and He's trying to make us feel bad? Yeah, is it working? Yeah, <laughs>
3: what, man? yeah it's fucking working. wait a minute. I
0: remember oh, his, his dad's mom last wish is ones.
4: like the mom in the corrections. That's what I remember because Midwestern, his mom, yeah, because his mom uh, is support. kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his mom died like not that long after the novel because he had oh. to go to the, the the house and and like pack all his shit and he was like having really really conflicted because he wrote this very unflattering kind of portrayal of her that yeah. kind of mocked a lot of her foibles. Yeah, Oof. now it's all coming back to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in two thousand one, like right when the Oprah thing happened happened and then his his parents died. I think the dad first, and then the mom. And then he had to go, and then he had Jesus. to deal with all the bullshit. Yeah. But a lot of the things in the corrections, which you haven't read, uh, same kind of a crazy mom person. Yeah. And the uh, yeah okay. I so love crazy. It, it's
0: been a while. I don't. But that's horrifying. All the
4: <laughs> that yeah. real life stuff. Yeah. Now now I remember. Yeah. Someone's
0: saying so that this, that the corrections came out like five days before nine eleven. It was yeah, very sort of very for, close. Forget that, yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. Like it's like September seventh or something. Um, one other bit that I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Again, I've lost my notes, so I'm flying by the seat of my pants here.
3: You're doing great. Thank yeah,
0: you, yeah, you really so much. Even with much, the good your face. <laughs> Oh, my God, you guys. Um, oh, th- another m- a mother thing. I mean, th- th- he mentions <laughs> it, but uh, Andreas literally fucking his mother. Fucking Tony Field, who's playing oh. his mother. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> we did. <I> just, <laughs> and seeing his own mom's pussy and, like... Talk, when like, did not happen? A, his mom, like, shows... Right. Him, like his oh, pussy.
0: Oh, uh, was a pussy. kid? When yeah. He, when she was drunk and she like, collapsed. And then collapsed. Like, he
3: like, admits to Pip about it oh, in God, on the letter. Oh, yeah, God, right. There was a lot of mother image. for. There was one this other thing so, where he's is, like...
0: Yeah, this is so heavy but in mother stuff. But now he stuff.
1: can do it. Yeah. There, what? But now he's, he, you know he can write about hateful mothers now because
3: he doesn't have to because his about, mom's like, dead yeah. yes okay but yeah there was a lot of mom fucking imagery her
2: fucking dudes in bushes and plumbers yes. coming out of the room in yes. single yes. fire All like just fucking her I guess
0: so bizarre Milf central yeah There's, this book has mo- more sex than freedom and the corrections totally. combined I'm thinking yeah. Does it? way sex yeah, yeah. I was yeah. surprised to see how much and hmm. how graphic it was like he did not fucking pull any punches no listeners beware um, it is dense Oh, wait,
3: I found the one. Sorry. Go ahead. Which bit? Which bit? Um... I don't even know what this is from so I'm just going to read it out of context yep, to be even better. Um, being an exceptionally bright and receptive little boy, you also already believe in the historical inevitability of the socialist worker's state. Your mother herself in her secret heart might not have believed in it but you did. You'd been a person long before you had a conscious self. Your little body had once been deeper inside your mother than your father's dick had ever gone. You squeezed your entire goddamn head through her pussy and then for the longest time you'd sucked on her tits whenever you felt like it and you couldn't for the less of you remember it, you found yourself self alienated from the get go.
2: What's the weird part?
1: What
3: the
2: fuck? Yeah, so what's weird about time? yeah I don't, you lost me. I'm, I'm on board with all you, of that. Yeah, I, yeah, that right. contest part farther, farther in there than your father. Yeah, that's so repugnant, but uh. Yeah. Oh man! Wow, we—we're not take... my favorite part. You know, oh, so yeah. that's her.
3: Uterus. I was Clip not requested to see that's how this uterus. guy
1: talks dirty. I just would really like to know what he says. Oh. Oh, on that note,
0: we're going to take a second break. We'll come back and finish up. You're listening to Reading Aloud. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Then Loot Crate is the subscription box for you. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with 40 bucks worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc., delivered to your mailbox every month. Make sure to head to LootCrate.com slash Nate and enter code Nate to save three bucks on a brand new subscription. Every month, there's a different theme. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, Legend of Zelda, all kinds of fun stuff, Uh, uh, pop culture franchises... This month's theme is time. So we're talking about Martin McFly, Back to the Future, uh, Bill and Ted, Doctor Who. uh, It's all coming to you in a box straight to your house. It's like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. And did we mention that we shipped to over 13 different countries? Yeah. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com Nate and enter code Nate to save three bucks on your new subscription today. Today's show is sponsored by Howl FM, and I'm excited to announce the Howl app is now available on Android. Yes. To celebrate the launch of the Android app, the Howl team is organizing a special sweepstakes, yes, for Earwolf and Wolfpop fans, and they're giving you the chance to win an amazing prize. What is that prize? A two-night trip to LA for two, travel and accommodations included. During your visit, you get the chance to visit the Earwolf Studios and sit in on a recording of an Earwolf show. How cool! Go to contest dot howl dot fm to enter for the rules remember with howl premium whether you are on a iphone android or the web for just $4.99 a month you'll get access to amazing and exclusive content all the earwolf and wolf pop shows uh wtf with mark Marin, all the archives and all the new uh new howl original shows it's all there $4.99 a month it's nothing easy and with the promo code read You get a full month of Howl Premium for free. So, to redeem your code, okay, just go to the checkout at Howl.fm and enter code READ. Contest.Howl.fm, enter the sweepstakes, and come and see a live recording of Reading Aloud or another show. Do it. Hey, it's Reading Aloud. I'm your host, Nick Cordry. Kevin's here. Kevin's here. Susanna's here. Allison's here. We've been talking about Jonathan Franzen's purity and all its richness and complications. It's a, it's a, I want to finish up, just sort of go around the room again and see if anyone's point of view has been changed at all, or is there any sort of nuance um, now as opposed to when you came in and sat down to talk about the book? Um, I'm going to start with you, Allison. I think I know what yeah. the answer is. No.
3: <laughs> Next person. No, but I will say this and I didn't I don't know if I I gave him enough credit for this. He is an extremely talented writer. He is clearly a very intelligent man who has a gift for writing. He does. I just don't like what he did with that gift. And that's the best way for me to say it. Like I think he I, I it, it's impossible for me to think that the views expressed in this book are not at least partially his own. That being uh pedophilia, uh mother and poop
0: babies. poop babies. And it's hard to get beyond that. It's, you weren't able to say, I wasn't able to Fair get,
3: enough. yeah, I just wasn't.
0: Yeah. Susanna.
1: Um, I did not hate this book, so I wasn't super extreme on that side, although I really did take a lot of, feminist issues with
3: the book. Mm-hmm. Um but you did you hate fuck it the way like you hate it but you're kind of enjoying it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: but I I did think that I don't know, I I, I your points are well taken, Kevin's, about um <laughs> thank you. <Finally>. About uh <laughs> you know, it's like it's like in 500 days of summer when you're like, "Oh, is this woman really underwritten or is this about how men see women and project onto them and is this a commentary on him or not can't tell Uh, I moved the needle moved a bit more towards that for me where I was like okay maybe he's aware enough Um, I also just found it to be like I'm not sure what he's aware of because there's too much going on in this tome Uh, but I I see a little more of that possible self-awareness that would make it a little bit better
0: tome great word a tome yeah
3: it's a tome 50 cent word Kevin
0: how you feeling? Uh,
2: tome.
3: <laughs> I don't always
2: know what words mean, and I just like to throw them in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that um, cool? Yeah. Um, Carcophagus. Scavenged tome. There, there's definitely, um, yeah, there there's certainly, I, I can't argue some of the points, some of them I would refute, but I feel like in terms of, it was so readable and so vivid and so much fun in that way that like i would adjust maybe the metrics of like what it, what i would give him credit for and what's unintentional and sort of cringeworthy like the passage you just read but um overall yeah i thought i got my money's worth and and just from there's some sentences and passages and pages that are so beautiful and so on another level that even if the rest of it wasn't fun it'd be worth it and and but usually the the case is it is worth it for me
0: mm-hmm. great kevin auricuni
4: Um, It was interesting to hear from uh, two obviously very intelligent women talk about and in a way that I haven't really heard talked about before. Like I didn't really read a lot of book reviews or criticism. So it it is really interesting to hear uh, the two women here talk about how they felt kind of talked down to and just unrealistic the women were. And I just Mm -hmm. – I mean, it doesn't really change my viewpoint on how I felt about the novel in general because I thought like everybody's infuriating just like they always are in the novels and there are a lot of things about his characters that I'm always really annoyed with. But it's illuminating to me to hear... Um, how precisely they, annoying they are to, to, uh, to the women here. So uh, thank
0: you for doing that. Yeah, thanks for I yeah. tolerating yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for talking about poop babies. <laughs> I never would have thought so I, I specifically that. To- chose two of the brightest ladies that I know to come in and, and, and read this book. And, because I, I really needed a strong balance here. Truthfully, it wasn't a bit. Because he is so fucking, he's like the third rail. People are love him or are infuriated by him, and I get it. This book for me is uh, his biggest miss. In my, um, I haven't read the other, the Twenty Seven City, and his first book. Um, I forget what that one is called. Who knows? It's probably there. Um, Strong motion. Strong motion. Um, You're welcome. Thank you, Kevin (laughs) Awakuni. Go see him at the public library in um, Wilshire nope in Koreatown there you go yeah Um, I would recommend this book to people who understand what they're getting into I would not recommend this to just some rando who's like what what books have you been reading I would have to like set it up for seven minutes and sort of (laughs) like this is what you're about to get into Because it's complicated. And don't
3: recommend it to your mom. Yeah,
0: Not a book for mom. (laughs) I know you listen to every episode. Do not read this book.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I said Poop Baby, Mrs. Cordier. No,
0: she's heard worse. I'm not sorry. Mom,
3: check out The Book Thief. (laughs) Not
1: this.
0: Yes. She's really into, um, I had her on the podcast actually, she's really into mysteries, Stephen King, and anything to do with like New England nuns, basically. If oh. there's like a New England mystery <laughs> with New horror England and nuns, nuns, like that's your <laughs> thing. I
4: love her. If it
0: takes place on an island on the coast of like Maine and there's like a nun there and there's a mystery that needs to be solved. <laughs> what about an orphanage? Can that be? Working? Yeah, sure. Put it in there. Yeah, yeah she's right. into it. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Uh, let's go around the room and we all are on Twitter. What are our, our tr- Twitter handles? Mine's Allison.
3: at the Allison
1: Becker.
0: At the Allison Becker.
1: Uh, At Susanna Fogel.
0: At Kevin Sesha. How do you spell uh, that?
4: S-E-C-C-I-A. I'm at what's Jasper doing. What's Jasper doing? Uh, Today he's probably eating dinner with his mother. Sure. That's what (laughs) Jasper does. Right. And that's where I'm (laughs) going to be later.
0: Um, Thank you so much for listening um, to this book club. I'm about to announce the next book. And because it's Halloween time... I decided to choose a classic piece of gothic horror, not really gothic, kind of, The ha- Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson, which is made into an amazing movie. Uh, but I cross-referenced like 50 lists of the best like classic horror, and this one was on every single list. Wow. So, uh, so I chose this and a book called Rebecca, uh, and then um, Hell House was another one that people mm. love. The guy who wrote I Am Legend wrote that one. Uh, Oh, Richard Matheson. Yeah, Yeah, he's big. Yeah, I guess it's incredible. Yeah, but this one was, everyone just raved about it. So uh, go pick up uh, Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House, get into the Halloween spirit, and join us in a month, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, I've been your host, Nate Cordry. Thanks so much for listening to Reading Aloud, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
2: Oh, you hit me like a hurricane!
5: Face it, movie fans, you might have a 96-inch TV, a deluxe Dolby surround sound THX audio guy, a Blu-ray player, a green-ray player, and all the fixins, but no matter how immersive your home entertainment center is, you'll never know what it's like to be inside the film. Well, on the podcast I Was There Too featuring me, Matt Gorley, I interview the lucky people who managed to get inside the movie, not in an inner space sort of shrink-down way, but they're actors who played small roles in iconic scenes from classic movies TV shows like *Alien*, *Speed*, *Clueless*, *Star Wars* movies, and more in clips like this. He goes, uh, "I drove Harrison Ford on um, the third Raiders
0: picture, right? Harrison Ford would smoke a bone on the way to the set every day
5: and back. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. And one day I go to pick him up at the subway, and uh, he comes out with a saucepan with a lid on it. He goes, "I
0: ran out of papers." So he's heated up the dopey you see, in the saucepan, and cooked it. So he opens up the saucepan and goes like this. And like just sticks his head in it.
5: So listen to I Was There Too today on iTunes, Howl, Wolfpop.com, or your favorite podcast app. It's the next best thing to tronning yourself inside the movie, or last action heroing yourself, or pleasant villain yourself. You know what? Pick your reference. I Was There Too. Catch the action. Pop, pop,
4: pop,
1: pop,
5: pop, This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Goerly. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.